Welcome to The Job, where we discuss tips and strategies for reducing stress and preventing burnout in the police. I'm Johnny Bevan and I'm the Police Burnout Coach and currently a serving police detective with 16 years experience in a variety of roles ranging from uniform policing, proactive squads, covert policing and child protection. I'm going to be sharing proven strategies on how to reduce anxiety, eliminate overwhelm, stop procrastinating and worrying what other people think so that you can become more productive and bring calm and balance to your life no matter what you're faced with. We're also going to talk about how to build trust and confidence in yourself so you can stop needing constant reassurance and validation from others to know that you're doing a good job. Working in the police doesn't have to be stressful and I'm going to show you how. So let's dive in. Hello everyone. I'm doing this podcast today after a shift at work uh, where I'm preparing for a remand file and also uh, I've got a holiday coming up and I just wanted to sort of share with you how I now deal with that because I used to really struggle in these sort of situations where I was against tight timescales and it's something that used to build a lot of stress in me. And so I just want to talk about how that has changed, how differently I deal with it. But most importantly, really, that actually the negative feelings I experience haven't actually gone away. But I just noticed that I deal with them very differently. Because this is something that I think causes a lot of problem I think it is really the underlying issue for a lot of things is our belief that we shouldn't feel negative emotions we think that something has gone fundamentally wrong if we feel negative and then we start blaming the situation we're in or the other or other people whatever it is and we want to get rid of it but <clears throat> what I've come to learn is that actually our default is not actually pos- positivity, it's not happiness. Our default is actually more negative. And this doesn't mean that we're negative people. And I, for one, you know, don't think of myself as a negative person. But when you see how the brain is wired, and you think it is a survival machine, and it is constantly looking at the worst case scenario, then it stands to reason that When you're faced with something out of your comfort zone or you're against a timescale, it is going to default to that stress, panic, overwhelm. Now, I used to have a real problem with this, especially when I started doing the coaching work and I found that actually I was the cause of this stress, as in it wasn't the job I was dealing with because someone else could be dealing with that same job and not feel stressed, although many would. But actually, this stress was an internal response that I was feeling. So then when I was like, realised I was feeling it and realised it was me, then I was like, oh, why, why is it here again? And I experienced this today because I haven't felt it for a long time. But today, I was getting ready for this sort of remand file and I looked at everything. I thought, oh my God, there's loads to do. I'm not going to get it all done. And I felt those common feelings of stress and overwhelm coming up. 
And I just suddenly thought, actually, this is part of the process. This is the natural sort of default where your brain goes when it's not managed. Because it goes to the worst case scenario, because what does it fear? That I'm not going to get the job done. Fears failure, fears judgment from other people. And of course, it defaults to that because it's always looking for danger. But just acknowledging in that moment, I sat there thinking at my desk thinking, nothing's gone wrong here. This is just the default. That's all it is. But just because it's the default where my brain naturally goes to first when it sees all this work doesn't mean that that's the way I got to carry on throughout the day. I don't have to do this job in this sort of with this energy. And this is what the coaching has taught me. Not that it's there to make you feel positive all the time. Actually, it's the opposite. It's about going just understanding why you feel the way you do. And then being able to not let that go out of control and be able to change it. And and there are times when you can change the way you feel just by merely reframing it. Different thoughts will change that feeling. But even if you're in those moments when you can't and you feel that sort of stress coming up, what I find is you don't react to it. So it doesn't stop your performance. And this is the real big problem with stress. So when we get overwhelmed and we get overly anxious when we're doing work and suddenly we start, for me, it's this feeling of panic, we start becoming unproductive. We start procrastinating. We start thinking of the whole picture and not just focusing on one thing and just, ah, that brain's going everywhere. And it's, <clears throat> and for me, I'd be like working on one thing, my brain would flip to the other and go, oh my God, i got to do that as well. Oh, and it would just be this horrible negative energy. When that happened today, I was just able to acknowledge it and actually realise that being in a state of panic doesn't help. It's actually going to have the opposite. It's going to have the opposite effect. It's going to have me not being very productive. But now I can feel these emotions. And actually, I don't think anyone outside would even notice because we don't see a, what we don't we don't see a feeling. We see a reaction to a feeling, an emotion. <coughs> Feelings and emotions are the same thing what we do is we we see the reaction to it and but when you're able to feel these feelings of stress and let them come up not react to them and let them go then what actually happens is you maintain this level of productivity and then when you come out the other side of it what you find is you've increased your self-confidence because you've increased your and you've increased your resilience because Your brain has wanted to react to something and actually you've overcome it. Not by fighting it and trying to think just positive thoughts and trying to tell yourself you enjoy it and trying to tell yourself false thoughts that you're going to get it done when really, you know, your brain's flipping out thinking it's not. You're just able to listen to that and just carry on going. And what I did today, I literally noticed this feeling of, for me, it's panic, panic come up. But rather than thinking, oh, bloody hell, this is the job causing that, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Why am I, go- why am I going to this place? And it's because I was thinking there's a lot to do and I'm not going to get it done. It's that thinking that creates the panic, not the job. And it's really important to understand that because if it was the job, then 
everyone would feel that way. And also I wouldn't be able to change how I was in that moment. And actually what happened is I had a shift into like this really focused, determined energy and the job hadn't changed. I hadn't even started it. So it's really important to realise that if that job was responsible for the way I felt in that moment, there's no way I could change that without changing the job. But in that moment, I just noticed it. And I thought, I'm not going to react to this. And all I did was everything in me wanted to just start and dive in and start just like, like, like just sort of flapping around and just starting somewhere, but in a very disorganized way. But I just stopped for a moment and I just literally wrote down everything I had to do. I had a, a memo from the CPS and I just wrote, I just looked at everything I had to do and I always do like a spidergram. I put in what I had to do and everything off of there. And then I broke down into small steps what I had to do to complete each task. And then my brain, I would watch it. It would sometimes go to this overwhelm and panic going, oh my God, you're not going to have enough time. And I was just, I would just tell myself, that's not useful. It's okay. And it's not like I would try and stop thinking it. I just wasn't reacting to it. And I was allowing this panic to be there. Because what happens is when we push the panic down... It's like you think with any emotion, if you don't allow it, you think of like holding a beach ball under the water. That's what it's like. It takes real energy to hold it there. And eventually it's going to come to the surface. And, but while you're holding it there, it's taking all your energy, all your focus is on it and it's not on anything else that you're doing. And that is what your feelings are like. When you feel this feeling of panic, we don't want to react to it. And we don't want to push it away. Because if we're pushing it down, going, go away, we're putting all our energy and focus into that and not on the job we're doing. We just want to let it be there. And actually what I do is I say, well, I'm just inviting you in. And you invite it in and you experience it for what it is. And all panic is, so all panic is for me is my heart beats a bit faster. My breathing gets a bit quicker. I can feel this heat coming up and I can feel tension in my shoulders and I get like a tingly feeling up in the top of my head but then it actually passes and that is panic that's all it is and it's only there because of a message because a warning my brain has given me it fears something in the future very very unconsciously and very automatically but when we learn to allow these feelings what we can do is then we can find the message in it and so for me all of that was caused by that thinking i'm not going to get this done there's so much to do it was those thoughts that made me feel panic. And I can sit here now, think of that job, think that, and I can feel the panic. And I'm not even at work. I'm not even anywhere near the job. So I went off a bit there. I tend to do that. But So what I do in those moments is I just pause. I, I really notice, I don't fight it, I notice that urge to start flapping around and complaining, going, ah, oh, I'm, I'm, oh God, I'm complaining about it. I just pause that and I start doing this plan. Do this spider graph, put down everything I got to do. And as my brain's thinking, you got a lot to do, I just acknowledge it. It's okay. Thank it because I know it's trying to protect me. No, it's not going to do any good. And I just carry on. And I break it all down. And then I look and I go, right, what is the priority? Because not everything can be done. And maybe things aren't going to be done in the time, but what are the things that have to be done? Because what our brain will want to do is do the, the easy things. It wants to do the simple things. 
And often those things feel really noble and good, but they're not the things that get the work done. So I prioritise it by what really has to be done. And I break it down, see how long each thing's going to take, and then I look, see, does it fit in the time I've got? And if it doesn't, then I've got to ask for help. Someone else is going to have to do it when I'm on leave. And I notice that that's the real fear. The fear of not getting it done, the fear of judgment and all that, all those things that sometimes I think I don't have now are still there because we've got a human brain. But I just don't respond to it anymore. We don't have to respond to it anymore. <clears throat> but I noted all that down. And then I had it all done, all sort of scheduled in what I was going to do today. And then I just got to work. And actually, just then being able to focus on the one thing in front of me, every time those thoughts came up of, oh, I'm not going to get it done, I could just watch that cup come up and let it go by. And I got the work done, and it wasn't in that real panicky, anxious energy. Sometimes I had this feeling come up, but it wasn't there all the time. And a lot of this comes from being able to manage that is that acceptance for myself that we are supposed to feel negative emotions. It, it is as simple as that. We think we shouldn't feel them, but when we look at how we've evolved, our brain would always err to the side of negativity. That's the default because that's what keeps us safe. So it makes sense that when we get faced with something now, even though it's a case file where nothing's, you know, I'm not going to die or anything, but my brain will still jump to that. So we don't want to beat ourselves up for the fact that we're feeling stressed and that, because often feeling stressed about the stress is a real problem. And when you accept you're just human and your brain is trying to warn you of something, But in warning you of something, it's actually making the problem worse. So then we can just get to work. But when you're working, it's from a place of like determination and focus and and commitment. And that doesn't necessarily feel good. That is like, I'm going to get this done. That's like, this is getting done. That's determination. That's focus. And... I always say that, that it's not like a real happy, like relaxed feeling, because actually it's not that that gets the job done. It's this determination. And in itself is not necessarily a great feeling emotion, but it gets the job done. <clears throat> and I really want you to take away from this that if you try and avoid feeling negative, you are going to invite more negativity into your life there's no doubt about that so if you're feeling stressed and then you push that away and you react to it what you're going to do is you're going to probably complain you're going to moan and then you're going to waste more time so now you've got less time to do the work so you've created you brought more negativity in whereas if you just allowed that panic and just accepted your brain was trying to warn you of a danger in the future and just allowed it and let it be there then it won't be a problem. And it's the same if we then feel that way, we go, oh, so terrible. Then we start eating. We start, you know, all the cakes that we ever see in the office. You you feel that stress and panic. You've had, you know, you're, you're up against it and you start eating all the crap. And then suddenly you don't feel great. You've got sugar spikes. You're then having to have the coffee to 
sort of pep you up when you when you drop and then you know you're sort of fueled with caffeine you're eating the crap you're putting on weight and that has a negative effect all of this we're trying to all of this we're trying to escape something that we create which does us no harm when you just allow these feelings to be there even the worst feeling you can think of literally it does you no harm if you think of the worst feeling you could experience whether that be panic anxiety whatever it is overwhelm you just sit and notice it as a sensation in your body and you'll realize this does me no harm this is going to do me no harm and what you'll find is it will either pass because it normally lasts about 90 seconds an emotion that's not resisted that's just allowed to be there it just run its course or it just loses its intensity so for me today I could feel a slight amount of stress there but it wasn't debilitated it wasn't stopping me working and it didn't stop my productivity and that is the real key because I do feel really passionate about this because I see people especially in the police they leave what they think is a stressful role and they go to another one and then in the first little while first few months year however long when they're learning they're new and they're getting all the validation and or, you know getting chuck-ups from people it does you know they they then think it's better the change of role has helped them but then the old problems that they experienced before start creeping in and then sometimes they think about even leaving the police i'm not saying don't leave the police but what i'm saying is address yourself before you leave the job because otherwise you take your old habits to the new job and if you're listening to this, I just wonder if you're someone like me that used to find the same problems in the, in the different in the different roles. And what I found was, since I worked on myself, those problems have disappeared. The relationship problems, the the stress problems with the job, and all those things, because I realised they came from me, and that was the good news, because the job didn't have to change. Because I fear people that then leave, they go, and then suddenly they're in the outside civilian world, and then they find the same problems. Because I can assure you, we all think it's the police that's the issue. But I coach a lot of people, some police, obviously, but also people who aren't police. And often the problems are the same. It's the same fears, the same issues, but it's just in a different environment. And when we can get control of this and we can start managing it, it's not that we don't change our roles and do things, but we do it for a whole different reason. We don't do it because we can't cope with it. We do it just because we want to change. And when we've stayed in these environments and got to love our job before we leave it, then we found so much out about ourselves. So I thought I would just share that with you today because for me... I I thought when I started this work that I was almost like never going to feel negative again. That I would never feel panic and overwhelm. And when I did, I thought, oh, actually, something's gone wrong. And I realised nothing's gone wrong. And I want you to take that from this, that nothing has gone wrong. When you get given that job, 
and someone goes, can you do this? Whether it be um, a handover prisoner with not much time on the clock or a five-hander prisoner or someone else's job who's off and then you've got to go through it and you've got to get it ready and you're thinking you don't know much about it. Just don't read. It's okay that you feel panic. Just think, oh, that's our brain's default. Just notice it and don't react to it. And just notice how you want to complain, how you want to do all these things that don't get the job done. And then just get whatever you've got and break it down into the smallest bit parts you can. See what, how long it's going to take, what ta- how long that's going to take, whether you need any more time, as in like you need to ask for extensions or anything like that. But ultimately just break this job down and then get to work on those small bits and focus just on those. Don't we'll do another one on multitasking. Multitasking, yes, you could listen to this and wash up, but that's one type of multitasking. But you can't do two jobs at once. When you split your focus, you split your attention, you don't get the job done. Just break it down and then focus on one. And just know that you'll work it out and that you'll know the how once you've done it. You'll know the how at the end. So when you start feeling overwhelmed, just acknowledge it, thank it, and just move forward and know that you've got this and you can handle it. Because you're going to get the job done anyway. When have you never got the job done? I always say this to everyone. When have we never, when have we ever not got the job done? When have we ever gone, oh, well, we have to release that prisoner because we just not, we just can't do it. We always get it done. And what we want to be able to do is do it, but not from a constant, from a negative energy of just this really stressed state all the way through. Just notice it, recognise as part of the start of the journey, and then start shifting to emotions like determination, focus and commitment. And you just see how much work you get done. That's everything. I am now off to Tesco to get some t-shirts for my trip to France. So thank you very much and I will see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from this podcast, please forward it on to them. And if you want to know any more, then please do not hesitate to email me at johnnybevan at outlook.com. That's J-O-N-N-Y-B-E-V-A-N at outlook.com. And also follow me on Instagram um, at Johnny Bevan or on Facebook. I am Johnny Bevan, the police burnout coach. Have a great time and I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.